One of the Seahawks' top young defensive players has himself a new contract as a present heading into training camp. I'm going to be breaking it all down in a bonus edition of Locked on Seahawks. You are Locked on Seahawks. Your daily Seattle Seahawks podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings 12, this is Corbin Smith, host of the Locked On Seahawks podcast, your daily Seahawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A special thanks to all the 12s joining in for this bonus, unexpected bonus episode. Maybe it should be expected at this point because John Schneider is up to his magic tricks before training camp. Again, he has done this time and time again since becoming the general manager back in 2010. This is when John Schneider and cap guru Matt Thomas get the work done extending players. And they've done it so many times in the past. Now Chenonuosu gets to join that group with a new three-year contract worth up to $59 million. The Seahawks opening up the checkbook for one of their best young defensive players. I'm going to be breaking down the details that we know so far about this contract, why he deserves this deal, where he fits into the edge rusher market now moving forward through 2026, and some of the other positive ripple effects that are going to come from this extension happening now a few days before the start of training camp. This bonus episode is brought your way by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. When I was a site manager, LinkedIn Jobs was my go-to to post writing positions to land top candidates. They made the process easy and seamless. All you have to do is create your job post and then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As I mentioned a few moments ago, an unexpected bonus episode of Locked on Seahawks, but for a good reason. The Seahawks today agreeing to terms with Uchenna Nuosu on a three-year, $59 million contract extension. That ties him to the Pacific Northwest through the 2026 season. So looking big picture, Seattle now has Uchenna Nuosu, Boye Mafe, and incoming rookie Derek Hall all under contract through at least 2025. Daryl Taylor, they have some club control with him being a restricted free agent next year. That gives him a little bit more flexibility to be able to bring him back and try to maybe work out a long-term deal. But they have a really nice stable of pass rushers that they have under contract the other two that I mentioned are on cheap rookie deals. That is no longer the case here with the Chenonuosu, and he was on a two-year $19 million contract that he signed with the Seahawks before last season. So he wasn't making top 10 edge rusher money, but he wasn't making rookie second-round pick money anymore like he did at the Chargers, and he certainly earned every last penny when you look at the production that he put up for the Seahawks last year. Nine and a half sacks tied with Daryl Taylor, 
for the team lead, 62 quarterback pressures that ranked in the top 10, according to Pro Football Focus, among edge rushers. And he was solid against the run as well. That's not something you could say about too many Seahawks players last year. But he had 12 tackles for a loss. He had three tackles for a loss in their playoff defeat in San Francisco. So he was extremely disruptive getting into the backfield, both as a pass rusher and a run defender. And really, he stuffed the stat sheet all across the board. He had three forced fumbles, that critical goal line fumble in the Denver opener that ended up helping the Seahawks hold on and win that football game. Three pass deflections. He was a Pro Bowl alderman. I think if he gets another sack or two, he's got a really good chance that he's on the Pro Bowl roster and might even have been in contention for all pro selection. That's how good Uchenna Nuosu was for the Seahawks last year. You can see him. This was posted a few moments ago on the Seahawks social media there. I guess you could still call it Twitter, even though it's got the X logo posted on their account showing Uchenna Nuosu after signing the dotted line. So he is officially under contract now through the 2026 season. Looking more in depth at this contract, we don't know all the details. We don't know how much the escalators are going to be worth in this contract. There have been reports that some of the salary that was scheduled to be paid out this year has been turned into a signing bonus, and that's going to help open up some cap space. And so I'll talk in a moment about why that's significant for the Seahawks. But just looking from a big-picture perspective with this Seahawks team now, this is a player that I felt all offseason long that he was probably the number one priority to get extended for this team going to this year. Last year it was DK Metcalf. Nuosu was the player this year and some may say well last year was the breakout year for him but he has been climbing the ladder the last five years in the NFL when he first joined the Chargers first couple years he was a seldom used reserve that was effective when he played but mostly was used in pass rushing situations had a handful of sacks in those first couple years and he's gradually able to get more playing time. Then his last year with the Chargers, 40 pressures, five sacks. At that time, those were career highs. But you saw this kid every single year finding ways to elevate his game. And then he comes to Seattle. One of the big reasons he loved the 3-4 scheme, they were playing similar to what he played with the Chargers. He felt it was a great schematic fit for him. And clearly he's enjoying a Pacific Northwest because if he wasn't, obviously he could have played this year out and then tried to get to free agency next year. But instead, he's got this really nice contract that if he makes all $59 million on it, he would have to hit all his escalators again. We don't know all those details, but that would make him the eighth highest paid edge defender in the NFL at just a hair under $20 million annually. So he is getting paid. This is not a cheap contract. This is not the two-year $19 million deal that he signed to come to Seattle. It was less than $10 million per year, almost doubling the value. But you look at everything he did for this football team last year. The pass rushing, he was as consistent as any pass rusher Seattle had with those 62 pressures, and he seemed to find ways to get after the quarterback in clutch situations. Did it in the Denver game, several other games. He forced fumbles. He swatted passes away. He can drop back in coverage occasionally, which Seattle loves in this scheme from their outside linebackers, and he was overall one of their better run defenders. There were a few plays that got away from him where he got out of his gap or he got tricked a little bit, maybe got Caught guessing the Seahawks allowing him to play like Bruce Irvin from that standpoint, but a lot more times than not, 
He was able to make plays by doing that and being aggressive. And so Seattle paying a 26-year-old that I still think has room to grow as a player, he is still not at his peak, has not completely scratched the uh, surface of his potential. This is a great opportunity for him to continue expanding his game. Second year in the scheme, Seattle's added some other weapons around him, Draymond Jones most notably. I expect the Seahawks are going to have Nuosu and Jones playing a lot side by side, which is going to create some real problems for opposing offensive lines, trying to keep them out of the backfield. And they've got a nice rotation of edge rushers too, which, yeah, that may be less snaps, but it's going to keep Uchenna Nuosu fresh. He isn't going to be worn out by the end of the season. I think that did play a role in his production dipping a little bit pass rushing wise in the second half. Hopefully won't have to do that. So overall, I feel like this is an excellent deal. It's about in the ballpark I expected because if you were going to pay this kid right now with the market price, I thought I mean, being in that 18, 19 million per year range, some fans might think that's expensive. But I'm not a guy that almost got to double digit sacks last year. And again, he's only 26. This is a kid that is still coming into his own. So this feels like this is a chance to be a really good signing by John Schneider. And I think bringing him in in the first place, that's got to be up there now with Cliff Averill and Michael Bennett as the best free agent signings that John Schneider has made in his entire time with the organization. It was a home run signing for them. And now they get to ensure, now he's earned that deal, that he's going to be here for a long time as one of the cornerstones for this defense. As far as the ripple effects, and I think this might be the most interesting part when you're looking at this extension and the timing again this is john schneider's bread and butter this is matt thomas's bread and butter the cap guru himself they work on these contract extensions during the dead zone in the off season we're talking after otas and minicamp there's been some discussions usually before that but this six-week period between OTAs, mandatory minicamp, and reporting for training camp, this is when John Schneider and Matt Thomas go to work and they get these extensions signed. We've seen it with players from Russell Wilson back in the day. They did it a couple times with Russell Wilson, Doug Baldwin, Dwayne Brown, Bobby Wagner a couple times. This is normally the hot spot for them to get these deals done. And it's even more significant this year because the Seahawks are not exactly in a healthy salary cap position right now they still have two rookies Devin Witherspoon and Zach Charbonnet who are not under contract yet and training camp starts in less than two days I expect those contracts are going to get signed especially now they've got this extension hammered out because if you've added some signing bonuses down the road moving some of that money that was due to Nuosu this year he had a 13 million dollar cap hit if you drop that to say seven or eight million we again don't have the specific numbers in front of us right now but if you drop it five million you definitely can afford to sign Witherspoon and Charbonnet now, but you also open up enough cap space that I think Seattle can add another veteran to the team. And I'm just going to throw the name out there because I've been doing it for the last two months. Shelby Harris still is unsigned. He knows this defensive scheme inside and out. He played several seasons with Draymond Jones in Denver. He is a popular presence in the locker room. I thought he was one of the most consistent players on Seattle's defense last year. You couldn't say that about very many other guys on that defensive line, but I thought Shelby Harris had a really good first season in Seattle. You put all those things together. Shelby Harris on his own social media account has been making it clear that there's some news coming. Well, maybe that is the next domino to fall for the Seahawks. We don't know yet at this point, but this is going to most likely create enough cap space that they can throw a few million at Shelby Harris and say, hey, we want to bring you back. We want you on this football team. And I think that would pay huge dividends for the Seahawks when you consider 
the changes, the overhaul they've had in that defensive line. They just don't have a lot of size. And Harris isn't a big guy from defensive line standards, but he has played some nose tackle in the past. He is much tougher and plays more physical than you expect for a player that size. He holds up well in the trenches. I've just thought all along that this would be the right situation if you could just get the cap space set up so that you could make some of these signings, go out and get Shelby Harris. Feels like that is what needs to happen right now. We'll have to wait and see, but this cap space, it does open things up for them to facilitate a move here at the beginning of training camp to bring in another veteran. Maybe they have another one in mind that's out there unsigned. They're looking to bring back, but I would think there's got to be a pretty good chance that Shelby Harris is going to be back in Seahawks uniform. So that's one ripple effect, getting the rookie signed, a healthier salary cap situation. This seemed like the move all along that they were going to need to make ultimately to open up that flexibility to continue improving their roster going into the 2023 season. So we'll see what happens. John Schneider, Matt Thomas, I'm sure they're continuing to work on some things. They brought in some undrafted guys they brought in some guys from usfl for tryouts so maybe that's who's going to fill that 90th spot that still remains open but seahawks fans are going to be hoping that this contract is that first domino that falls they get the rookie signed and maybe just maybe shelby harris will be back in a seahawks uniform they could bring in another veteran defensive tackle to try to help out in that room with the room has got a lot of new faces it'd be nice to have a veteran that has played here knows the ropes knows the defense so Time will tell what's going to happen here in the next few days, but I would not be surprised at all if this leads to Shelby Harris returning. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Corbin Smith NFL. You can subscribe for Locked On Seahawks on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast to make sure you don't miss a single episode. We'll be coming back tomorrow with our regular Tuesday episode, diving into key storylines to watch on defense in training camp as well as ranking defensive positional battles it'll be a really fun episode hope you'll be joining rob rang and myself enjoy the rest of your monday night and go hawks